Hey, what's up? It's Da Huff. It's another episode of Da Huff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a ton to get to, but real quick, if you haven't done it, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by the amazing people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. If you're looking for a great place to go, hammer some barbecue, that's the place to go. 144th and Orchard Parkway. I'll tell you more about them here in just a little bit, but you know what we need to do? Oh, you oh you know. Oh, look at you. Oh, I know everything. Look at me. <laughs> well, anyway, let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I like this company. I do. Don't know what they actually produce, but I like where they stand on this. A Japanese company has found a solution to address productivity issues caused by smoking breaks. Oh, if you're a non-smoker, you know exactly what I mean. If you're a smoker, you're like, what's the fucking problem? I don't get it. (laughs) Don't get it. So non-smoking employees now receive an additional six days of paid time off each year. The decision came... After uh, a non-smoker voiced concerns about the impact of frequent smoke breaks, which took employees away from their workstations for approximately 15 minutes every single day. The CEO aimed to motivate employees to quit smoking by offering positive incentives rather than using force. The policy has already shown early success with some employees reportedly giving up smoking altogether. Uh, A former smoker that was asked about this said that they're very excited because now they can use it for either vacation time and or, you know, increase their activities at home, like playing tennis or excessive masturbating. They didn't say that part, but why not? (laughs) Why not? Live the dream, my friend. Live the dream. (laughs) What are you doing with all this extra time off? Well, I'm building up my forearm strength. I'll tell you that much. Huh? Anybody? No? Okay. TMI. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Well, what do you think of that? I guess it really depends on if you're a smoker or not. Back in the day, I was a smoker. And when I worked in restaurants, I mean, just about, it seemed like just about everybody smoked. I mean, there's still a good amount that didn't, but... I remember I was running a Quiznos in Louisville, and I smoked, and at least two other people on staff at that moment smoked as well. And we had just gotten done with a lunch rush. And usually what you do after a lunch rush is you start cleaning up, you start restocking everything. Maybe that means you got to cut some extra meat or extra cheese, all this stuff. But there's plenty of stuff to do. And then after that, you start giving people breaks. And then you get ready for the dinner rush. So I remember we just got, you know, done with that uh, as far as the, the lunch rush goes. We start to clean up, and I'm starting to designate what people need to be doing. And this, this lady goes, well... Scott, I got to take my break first. I was like, you're not getting a break yet. I was like, we got to finish this, get caught up on this, 
uh, because if all of a sudden we get another rush again, we're, we're going to be screwed. I need to take a smoke break. It's like, you don't need to take a smoke break. You can take a smoke break after you're, we're done with this. She's like, I have to have a smoke break. It's like, I tell you what, you come in tomorrow with a doctor's note saying that you need to take a smoke break, whatever you need to take a smoke break, or every hour, whatever they decide, I'll go ahead and grant you with that. That's fine. And she just looks at me all pissed off. The other employees, that, especially the ones that don't smoke, are sitting there like, oh, my God, somebody finally said it. <laughs> and she's like, I hate your guts. And she worked. She worked. And then when it was her time to take a break, I gave her a break. I think it's jacked up when people, just because they smoke, that they can get an extra break. That happens a lot in a lot of companies. It's like, why do you get to take a break when everybody else is busting their ass in there? doesn't matter what the industry is. It, it, it happens a lot. So I get it. And as a former smoker, especially I was a smoker at the time when she told me this, when this lady did this. I didn't like to smoke during work. And that's kind of what led to me realizing that I didn't really, I wasn't, I personally wasn't addicted to smoking. I was addicted to the habit of get in my car, let's smoke. I'm bored. I guess I'll just smoke type of thing. And I realized I, I don't, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't like some people that are like, they start shaking and shit like that. I wasn't like that. So I was very fortunate. So I have a hard time sympathizing with people that are like, I need to take a break because I need to smoke. <laughs> I mm, don't agree with that. I don't agree with that one bit. So ridiculous. Get a fucking doctor's note, okay? If you're a manager, say that to one of your employees that says that they need to get a, you know, take a smoke break. Be like, what you can do is Bring in a doctor's note tomorrow saying that you need to take a smoke break, what, every 45 minutes or so? Is, is that fine? Is that what you're thinking? You come in with a doctor's note tomorrow, I'll go ahead and grant you that. That's fine. They're going to look at you like you are the biggest asshole. When, in fact, they are the asshole that's screwing everybody up. When you get that momentum at work where everybody's humming along, everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing, then all of a sudden you realize, Where'd Todd go? Where did Kyle go? Blah, blah, blah. They're outside smoking. Like, God dang it, man. We're just starting to be productive. I can't stand that. If you're a smoker, you're probably mad at me right now. If you're a non-smoker, you get it. You get it. You're just like, dude, come on. Get your shit done. <laughs> According to Mintel, it's a research company, the market for energy drinks has surged by 71% since 2017, and they reached a total of $23 billion in sales in 2022. That's insane. That's a lot of energy drinks. Listen, I love energy drinks. I do. I just, I know that they're bad for you, but I can't help but, like, if I'm if I'm dragging butt for whatever reason, like, uh, go get a Red Bull. Although I've been trying to stay away from Red Bull because Red Bull tends to have so much sugar, and I can't do sugar-free with Red Bull because it just tastes funny. Um, but I can do the Celsius, 
if you see Celsius, they're usually cheaper too, and um, they don't have sugar in those. But I'm sure there's other things in there that aren't good for you. But energy drinks are really bad for you. Dehydration, they can put you at high risk for that. Heart complications, anxiety, and insomnia. That's all according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So again, like I'm judging you if you smoke, <laughs> and I'm kind of judging you for drinking energy drinks, but I'm also judging myself because I drink energy drinks too, and there's plenty of times where I'm just like, I, I, I need something because what the hell is going on with my brain today? Uh, and coffee doesn't seem to really work for me. It, it's, I'll drink it, but it ends up making me feel more sluggish if I drink coffee. Plus, it makes my butt explode. We don't need to get into that. We don't. <laughs> we don't. So there's a company. It, it's a water flavoring company called Mio. M-I-M, lowercase i, capital O. And they're having some fun with people that are addicted to energy drinks. Participants can submit their claims on energydrinkinsurance.com by outlining their experiences and aftermath of drinking too many energy drinks. But they say entertainment is key. Submissions will be reviewed by the company's expert claims ass assessment team, and the more entertaining details, the better. I like that they're doing that. Let's have fun with it. According to the site, submissions will be judged on the following criteria. 50% it has to be entertainment value based on delivery and humor. The other 50% amount of damage caused by the energy drink. A, uh, a written entry qualifies contestants to receive up to $50 in damages, while a video entry could offer up $200 along with the cash. Select participants will get free Mio Energy to provide a source of better energy for next time. So this is what a the Samantha Mills, Director of Brand Communications at Kraft, the company that owns Mio, says, Mio goes beyond enhancing water. It's about adding benefits like energy that elevates hydration. With our new energy drink insurance, we were providing that Mio can help prevent unwelcome energy side effects with more uplifting alternative, alternative, excuse me, <laughs> to ensure you stay energized and hydrated throughout your day. Those interested in receiving damages from Mio for their energy drink horror stories must submit and claim, uh, submit a claim by. December 19th on that website. So, again, that was... What was the website? It was... EnergyDrinkInsurance.com I think that's kind of fun. I haven't had too many bad experiences with energy drinks other than there was a time when I hosted a show on 104.3 The Fan. It was a pre-show. It was at like from 5.30 a.m. to 6 a.m. And basically, it's just me doing a recap of the day before in Denver sports and then promoting what's going on with Schlereth and Evans 
you know, that, that was coming up starting at six. So that was basically the show. Well, I was, I was dragging butt one morning and I was like, I got to, um, I need to, I need to do something. So on my way into work, I went to a gas station and got two Red Bulls and 12 ounces. So I hammered those right before I went on like 10 minutes prior. And then by the time I cracked the mic, I'm like going a million miles a minute. I'm like, <laughs> like I was freaking just way too off the rails. But that's, that's the worst one for me. I know there's been some people that like they drink way too much and then they fucking go to the hospital. It's caffeine. Caffeine, while can stimulate you and help alleviate headaches and stuff like that, ultimately it's not good for us especially for your heart. It can make your heart go crazy, and, you know, it's bad. It's it's bad. It's so bad for you. But that being said, it's really hard to give up those, especially if, if like, when I, when our kids were babies and you get that ungodly amount of no sleep, <laughs> like, you, everybody always tells you, you're not going to sleep when you have a kid especially when they're, you know, really, really little. They're newborns, essentially. You don't realize it until you're in the thick of it, and you're like, this is what they mean. Like, I've, I've had days where I don't sleep. This is, this is a whole new level. So there was a, a point in time, especially then, where I had to have energy drinks because, you know, despite the fact that my wife and I were taking shifts on feedings and, and changing diapers and stuff like that, like both of us were just exhausted. That's where you know energy drinks came in handy. I'll have to try this Mio stuff, add it to water, and see if it does help because that that's a big deal. Uh, if I could cut out energy drinks 100%, I think my life would be much better, and obviously I'd be a lot more hydrated. And, and whatnot. So I probably end up losing some more pounds. So that that's good. Cause I started, there was a, like a couple weeks ago, I decided let's drink some Red Bulls, drink Red Bulls for like, I don't know, three days straight or something like that. Then I look at my stomach and I'm like, what happened to me? Where'd my, why, where'd my penis go? I can't see it anymore. What's going on here? It wasn't that bad, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a little tubby. So now I'm in, you know, uh, I'm, I'm phasing that out again. It's, I haven't had a Red Bull in, in a bit, so that's good. Uh, a good FYI for you, public service announcement. Don't take pictures of your food and then post it to social media. It could cost you, depending on where you go. A, a woman did that in China, but accidentally had the bill in the picture and on the bill there was a QR code and smart people over there that followed her and saw this took that picture saved it and then they were somehow able, I don't understand exactly how that happened I guess I've never really thought about it but they they started ordering dishes to that restaurant and jacked up a bill to about $60,000. Dishes included 2,580 orders of squid, 
1,850 orders of duck blood, which is a popular delicacy in that region, and, and 9,990 portions of shrimp paste. So she even realized what she did wrong right after she posted it, and she, de- she said she deleted it fairly quickly. But people obviously downloaded the pictures, and then they were able to add on to her bill. Thankfully, the restaurant realized what happened, didn't make her pay. Although, like, if you're a restaurant and all of a sudden you see an order for 2,580 orders of squid, maybe you go, hey, is this a red flag? (laughs) That's the thing. Like, you would automatically go to that lady and be like, did you just place this order? First of all, you're a bitch. We don't have the capability to do that right now. And I, right? It doesn't make sense. Like they wrote this in the article. Like they, they realized what happened and they, they said she didn't have to pay for it. Well, why would she have to pay for it? Only, only an idiot at the restaurant would be like, guys, we got a big order coming up. $60,000. You ready? Let's rock and roll. This is it, guys. This is our Super Bowl. <laughs> no, no. But it is crazy to see how fast that can go. So it must be on the QR code where it took her to her bill and then it said, would you like to add more? That must have been like what it is. I guess every restaurant's different. It depends how you handle things. But, but just a reminder that that's, that's stuff that can get out of hand. Plus, let's put this out on the table. Most of the time, nobody wants to see your food that you post on social media. That being said, I post videos for Sugar Fire because they're a great sponsor and it's amazing food. But overall, be like, I made this today. It's fish sticks. <laughs> it's like nobody cares. Ultimately, nobody cares. I'm sure there's few people that do. I. But that being said, real quick, side note on TikTok, I do like watching the videos of people making food, the good ones. Like there's that lady... Mississippi Queen, I think that's her name. She does a good job. She has an accent, so it just makes it more entertaining to to watch her stuff. But she makes good food, like legit food, stuff that like a Joe Schmo can make, and it's not like super fancy, like basic stuff that you have in your pantry. And she just, you know, elevates them, and I like that. I think that's cool. But that's all she does. So I think it is funny. Like I think. Uh, there's a good chunk of us that ultimately don't care what you had for dinner. You don't. Unless it's like something crazy. But you know what I'm saying. Come on. Hey, speaking of posting pictures of food, Sugar Fire in Westminster just released their holiday menu, and you need to place your order by Wednesday, December 20th. And it's insane. They, they knocked it out of the park for Thanksgiving. Now they're doing it again for the holidays in December. So you got to check it out. You can get a whole smoked turkey with gravy. You can get whole smoked beef tenderloin with horseradish cream sauce and a jus. They got dinner packs, which has six ounces of turkey breast with, with gravy, a gratin potatoes, uh, green beans, alamon. I don't know if I said that right. I, I, I keep forgetting to look it up. Caramel pecan. Applesauce, cornbread with honey butter, your choice of pie, all that stuff you can get for $29.99 as far as the dinner pack goes. 
you can also do the holiday sides and just get some of those things. Like you can get a pint, a quart, a gallon, whatever floats your boat. Uh, cornbread with honey butter. You can get a pan of 12, a pan of 24, depending on how things are going at your, your gatherings. This is so freaking cool. You can also get whole chocolate pecan pies. What? I need to order one of those. Please. Son of a bitch. I need to order those. All right, so you got to put in your holiday orders uh, at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go ahead and give them a call, 720-639-4903, or you can come visit them in the store, 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th. It's right next to Snooze. Really cool place. When you go in there, if you go in there, it's going to smell so beautiful, and then you're going to go. Duff was right. Duff was right. You got to check him out. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. So I saw this at random. I was just like searching for random stuff. And I saw this and I was like, that would be so freaking interesting. You can get married at the Colorado Renaissance Festival. I believe this is like all year round. So... It's not just when they're doing the Renaissance Festival. I don't know. You'll have to check it out, okay? Don't take my word for it. So follow them on Facebook. Search for them, and you'll see, you'll see this thing. But I just thought that would be interesting. You've got to be really into that culture, into that, that vibe. I used to work with a lady that was that way. And she, we worked together, and... I remember she was auditioning to go work at the Renaissance Festival. And we were the only two people on shift. Our shift started at, like, say, 5 a.m. until, like, say, I want to say, like, 11. I don't know what it was. I don't know what the shift was. But it was just her and I, and she would talk in that dialect, like, with that cadence of, Hello there, dear Scott. Could you please enter this into the system? Oh, I'd be very, uh, you know, gracious for your kindness. Something shit like that. And I'm like, oh, my God. Could somebody just smash me in the face with a mallet? <laughs> it, was, it was funny. I appreciate the dedication. But she was applying. Uh, she had, like, an interview scheduled. So she made her costume. So while she was, quote, unquote, working, meanwhile, meanwhile, I was actually working. She wasn't. She was, like, sewing her costume, her dress. She did a, a great job of it. I will say that. And I remember she was so excited. She had her interview. And then the next day, I was like, so did you get the job? She's like, no. <laughs> Where's the accent? <laughs> no, they decided to pass. It said I didn't have what it takes to be one of these annoying folks who shouts insults at others. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought that was funny. But anyway, hopefully she ended up getting a job there sometime because it did break her heart. I feel kind of bad. Not that bad, though. <laughs> I got to be honest. I feel bad because I said it. Ultimately, I lost no sleep. I didn't. I'm sure she did. She had terrifying dreams of dragons eating her face and her being, uh, you know, you know, kicked out of the village <laughs> at the Renaissance Festival. Could you imagine that, though, getting married at the Colorado Renaissance Festival? 
I think that would be hilarious. But I but I'm like sitting there going, what would it? What would you even do as like the the minister? I imagine the minister would be the the funniest part. Like, do you take this wench to be your bride, to be your servant in passion and flame moments that reside in thy bedroom? The groom's gonna be like, with the backing of the realm, I do. And you wench, do you submit to this man? Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> like, wait, what? I'm not submitting to anybody. <laughs> Don't think that would fly. Don't. Don't. Uh, what happened to Kyle? Well, he got punched right in the throat. Now he can't speak. Now he's the Renaissance Festival gimp. <laughs> he has a ball in his mouth. He can't talk anyway, so it's cool. It works. It works. It does. A woman filed a lawsuit against Taco Bell after a holiday party turned naughty. Naughty. I've been to a lot of co uh, company parties. I don't think anything that I know of that got really out of hand, but I probably left early. This lady named Alana claims her, her sister, and her sister's partner attended a potluck-style Christmas party after being invited by her supervisor, uh, Lydia Ruiz. Uh, that was this last holiday season, so 2022. She says things were a little strange when they first arrived at the restaurant, because that's where they were having it. Uh, the, the manager, the supervisor, Ruiz, covered the windows of the restaurant with wrapping paper, and the cameras in the lobby were also covered. I Listen, I got to be honest. That makes sense to me. If, if you're going to have a company party, you don't want a bunch of people thinking that you're open for business. So that makes sense. You close. So I understand that she's trying to you know, paint the picture, but that does make sense. If you've ever worked at a place that people can come in, they're going to think it's open. And then you're going to be like, no, man, we're all fucked up. On eggnog, you can't come in here. I ain't making you a fucking burrito. <laughs> anyway, Alana alleged that she walked into the back of the establishment and saw her coworker having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party. The wife was supposedly bent over and kissing both Ruiz, the the supervisor, and another female coworker. The employee was shocked, disgusted, and outraged by what she saw and immediately ran out of the building. But she said she had to go back inside to get a bowl of guacamole she had brought. <laughs> this is horrified. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. Fuck the guacamole. We got to go back. Can't go back. It's too dangerous in there. It's the goddamn guacamole. I made that. That's grandma's recipe. Go in there. You get that guacamole. And you, you get it, and you run out. Don't you dare look back. <laughs> so stupid. But anyway, when she got in there to get her precious bowl of guacamole, she claims she saw the supervisor throwing up into it. <laughs> and then the other woman involved in the alleged quote-unquote orgy was also vomiting in a nearby trash can. I don't see what the big deal is. Sounds like a great party. 
Uh, Ruiz and those involved in the sex act were reportedly fired, but things just got worse after that. Someone associated with them retaliated against Alana by allegedly, allegedly smashing her car window one night. She ended up quitting, and she said, or according to Taco Bell, they said, while we don't own or manage this location, the franchisee who owns and operates this restaurant has shared that they take these claims very seriously. Here's the thing. It's it's not Taco Bell's fault. It's the franchise, franchisee who, I guess, ultimately will be getting in trouble, but it was the individuals that were in charge. Is it Unless the, the franchisee was on the premises, ultimately it's not their fault, but I think probably legally somehow they will end up having to pay. Here, here's what's bizarre. They shouldn't have been banging each other at the restaurant. I get it. It's frowned upon. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> and what's, like, it, why'd you go back for the guacamole? Just go back the next day. Hey, guys, how's it going? I get why she fi- filed a, a complaint with HR and everything. I had to do that once. So, <laughs> so I've, I think I've shared this story with you guys before. I was working at this place, and it was the same place where that lady, the, the Renaissance la- lady was. So I got there early, and one of the things that happened on a regular basis was we all shared the same login, Right? We all had, it was a generic login. We all, all shared it. And what happens is my boss would say, hey, can you every, say, Tuesday go in there and clean up the computer, make sure there's not a bunch of things piling up and dragging down the computer? Yeah, that's fine. So the second week I go to do it, I believe it was, I'm cleaning stuff up. And I was like, oh, there's some extra files in the pictures folder, like the my pictures or whatever it was. And I open it up and it's in slideshow. It's not like a file. So it's a slideshow. So immediately I'm hit with the pictures. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh, my God. It was a picture of my boss. This is not a radio station, okay? Just so, just so you know. So you can't sit there and go, wait a minute, was it this guy? No, 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 no. So it's my boss taking a picture of himself in the mirror completely fucking naked and his big old hog hanging there. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So I made a complaint to HR and... They said, while this is inappropriate, we will counsel your manager on this. There's no way to prove that he put that there for you to see. He still had a job for doing that. And they're like, well, we can't really tell if it's him because his face is covered up by the camera. I was like, it's fucking him. It's, it's like, like 
like, come on, come on. So they're like, do you want to transfer somewhere? I was like, there's no other location in this state. Well, we don't know what to do. If, if you want to leave, we understand. You'll be eligible for rehire if you want. I was like, I was like let me try to work here. <laughs> Big mistake. Big mistake, because every time I saw the manager, he's like, hi, Scott. How's it going today? I'm like, you, I didn't say anything. But I'm like, he never talked to me that way before. Now he knows he now he knows I know what his penis looks like. And not once did were we sat down together and, and talked to. I actually talked to a lawyer and they, they said the same thing that HR said. There's like no way that they can prove that he put that on there for you to see. And immediately after that, though, by the way, we all got our own individual logins. Isn't that gross? So disgusting. Last I heard, I, I don't know if that company is still in existence anymore, but last I heard, he was still employed. I'm like, how can you be a manager? How can you be taken seriously when you take a picture of your, your naked body and put it on a work computer? And don't tell me that they couldn't have figured out who did it. It's like, come on. That is such bullshit. Such bullshit, man. Oh, so gross. <laughs> so gross. But anyway, that wasn't a Christmas party. That was like a normal day. So I understand where that lady is coming from and why she reported it. Because it was really awkward. Because I want to say after a week, I was just I called the HR people. I'm like, I'm like, I can't, I can't work here. I was like, it's just too awkward. And it, and he keeps talking to me weird now. So I'm leaving. It's disgusting. So gross. Now what's funny is I posted. Do you have any? funny or weird how or uh holiday stories that you want to share from from your company parties bobby wrote one of the guys got hammered and was betting that no one could get his wife to go home with them then got in a fight when someone when someone lost the bet and didn't pay up it was the last time we had alcohol at a function <laughs> yeah Tim wrote, yes, it involved a can of Sterno, a pair of latex gloves, a can of butter-flavored Crisco, some black cat bottle rockets, some plastic army men, and a stuffed elf on the shelf. What? <laughs> okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. Daniel wrote, someone left a photocopy of their genitals. <laughs> that would be funny to just walk up and see. Like, you're walking and be like, hey, Todd, have you seen? Oh, my God, what are you doing? He's like, what? <laughs> They're all smashed in there. <laughs> Jane said, Jane I used to work with. She said, you mean like taking turns, taking, taking turns, taking drunken butt crack pictures on the copiers? Nope. <laughs> what, what kind of parties did I miss by leaving early? My God. If you have any good ones of those, please send them in. Dave wrote in. This is kind of a long one, but it's, it's funny. Dave said, I was at my holiday party in the DTC, Denver Tech Center, the Christmas before the pandemic. We all got pretty toasted. We noticed that our sales manager was throwing down the booze like a frat pledge. A few hours into the party, 
the good time had been interrupted by a woman's scream. <laughs> Turned out she went to use the restroom and found our sales manager in the ladies' room with his pants down trying to fornicate with a Santa hat. Anyway, he was fired. <laughs> what? That's great imagery. <laughs> like, what's going on? But what do you say? Like, some people might go, that's disgusting. While some might say, Play with yourself. It'll be good. Everyone, whack away. <laughs> that's horrible. That is horrible. If you got any more of those, please send them in to huffpodcast at gmail.com. You can stay anonymous if you'd like. Or you can at least just say, hey, use my first name. And try not to use your company name, okay? Don't do that. I don't want people to get in trouble. But anyway, yeah, go ahead and send those in to huffpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send me a message on social media at Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already. If you can, leave a nice review uh, wherever you're listening to it, if it allows you to do that. That helps with the algorithm. It helps spread the word of the show and helps, you know, helps me stay afloat. So I, I would appreciate that. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. You got to go check them out. It's, uh, they're on 144th and Orchard Parkway, like I said, in Westminster. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's continue to move forward. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you next time.